It's 4 o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means, don't you? It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Woohoo! Welcome to the big show, everybody. How are you? Hope you had a great weekend. Today, we are going to listen to music that went on Taxi's most recent country compilation, which means we ran a listing, we got in a bunch of country music. Uh, we whittled it down to a couple of handfuls, put it on a compilation, and then it goes out to a bunch of production music libraries, uh, maybe some supervisors, whoever else that we think is appropriate to get country music um, for film and TV, I might add. Um, interesting thing, let me get this out of my ear so I don't hear myself. Uh, interesting thing about country music and film and TV placements, and that is that it is often country lyrics are often the antithesis of what uh, especially production music libraries want which is music that doesn't have a lot of specifics in the lyrics you know i always use my corny example you know i met susie under the eiffel tower on new year's eve you know on a snowy night blah 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 you can't use that in a scene because the scene wouldn't have all that stuff in it Instead, you generally want something that's universal, and I don't mean universal as in everybody will love it, I mean universal as in broad, general, like, when I met her, my heart skipped a beat. That's general, that's universal. So, country music, uh, and traditionally country music has not been all that popular um, in the film and TV world. Maybe it's because of specifics, I don't know, however, I have been listening to, um, hey, all in, Michael. Oh, hello. Uh, anyway, I've been watching um, Longmire on Netflix. I watched all 54, 55 episodes of it. I loved it. It was a really good show. First season was a solid B+. Next season was a solid A-. But by third season, you're into a solid A. And then it just stays up there for four, five, and six. Um Anyway, they have, there's a bar that's, uh, I forget what it's called, like the, the Red Parrot or something, I don't know. Anyway, the bar is almost a character in the show. It's in every episode. One of the lead characters uh, in the show owns and runs this bar. And so I don't think there's a single episode where that bar doesn't appear at least once, if not several times. And there's always music going on in the bar, and it's in Wyoming, and a lot of times they have country music. Sometimes they have like blues rock, um, sometimes like straight ahead rock, but there was a fair amount of country music in there. Most of the time in the bar scenes, the country music is what's called a source, a background source. In other words, it's allegedly coming from a source in the room. Like if this were a real bar and it had a jukebox, the music, the source that it's coming from is the jukebox. So it's in the background and you've got the actors up close to the camera and they're talking and the music is just kind of wallpaper. It adds to the authenticity of the scene and makes you feel like you're really in the bar. There may be other times where the music is background source music, but then when the dialogue ends and for those two or three seconds before the characters walk out the door to head out to the parking lot, the mixer brings up the lyric at a perfect time to make a statement that is kind of a, a footnote or an end cap on what the characters were talking about. Um, so I'm going to play this country music. There's some great stuff in here today. Um, 
And uh, I want to make sure that I'm on because I don't see anybody saying, hello, Michael, am I on? I hope so. There I am, yeah. Okay, so uh, anyway, be aware. I, I'll, I'll try and hip you to the fact that like one song in particular has a ton of specifics in it. Um, it's the uh, second song we're going to listen to called Crush on My Hometown. It's got more specifics in it than any song I've ever heard in my life, but the song is so good, and you can absolutely hear how, uh, like, the chorus of the song, the refrain, could get used all the time. So library owners would tell you that they want stuff that's got universal lyrics. They don't want specifics. But then when they hear an amazing song that's got some main part of it that's very usable, they may overlook the specifics. And I think that would be the case. And that's why this one made it to the country compilation. The Red Pony. Thank you, Marion. Um, I knew it had red in there somewhere. The blue parrot or the purple peacock or the red pony. I don't know. The color in an animal. I got pretty close. Um, anyway, so that's that. Um, what else do I want to tell you? Oh, uh, my guest from last Tuesday's show, the special edition I did, uh, the taxi member that is going into outer space on Blue Origin's rocket. Um, it was supposed to fly tomorrow, but due to weather, they've now pushed the flight to 8.30 a.m. Central Time, which is 6.30 a.m. Pacific Time here in Los Angeles, and 9.30 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time, for those of you who live on the East Coast. Anyway, it's now supposed to fly Wednesday instead of Tuesday. Um, and uh, William Shatner's on the on the flight. Uh, I think we mentioned that. I felt so bad. Chris so badly wanted to show some stuff on the show last week. Turns out that the thing, excuse me, guess what I had to drink right before I went on air today. You got it, a rock star. Um, Chris, uh, uh, the, the servers at Rendezvous, which is the software we use to connect outside people, to our Wirecast, um, which is what we broadcast with, their servers were down. There was nothing we could do to fix that. We didn't know their servers were down, but I actually said to Chris, I think it's got to be their servers because we've double and triple checked everything on our end, and we were a go, Mission Control. So uh, sorry about that, Chris, um, but he does want to come back after the flight and tell us all about it. Um, Captain Kirk seems to be terrified. Yeah, you know. Um, it's got to be scary for anybody, but for a 90-year-old who may not be in the most, like, you know, physically fit shape, maybe not. Um, it's got to be a little scary. And for the strange, I don't know why, but I kept thinking that Chris's flight was going to be on what is the Virgin spacecraft, which is basically um, a super high-altitude airplane that sits underneath another airplane. It gets launched from mid-flight. No, this one is sitting on top of a giant firecracker or a stick of dynamite in a tin can with three other people getting hurtled into space at thousands of miles an hour. Um, that's true. They are literally sitting on a bomb. Uh, I'm actually going to, I was going to call Chris uh, tonight and wish him luck tomorrow. Now, you know, just text him tonight and wish him luck on Tuesday night for Wednesday's flight. Anyway, so that's it. Now, back on track to listen to some country music. Um, and this is not all the stuff. 
that made it onto um, the compilation. There were some others, but we weren't able to get a hold of the people. Uh, either they didn't have it marked public on, on their taxi uh, homepage, or we weren't able to get in touch with them to say, hey, do you mind if we play it on the show? So we don't want to play stuff without permission. So here we go. Let's have a listen to the very first one on here. This one is called Backroad Friday Night, and it is by Brian Johnston. Let's have a listen. Where is it? There she is. Got the tank tops and the blue jeans spinning. Once again, that was Backroad Friday Night by Brian Johnston. 
Um, great song, really well done. I saw people saying, oh, this should be in the radio right now. It should be in the charts right now. I've got to tell you, I've done countless trips to Nashville. Haven't done any in a few years, but I used to go like six or seven times a year. And I would bring stuff that was this good to friends of mine who were like VP level A&R people at major labels and play it for them. And they'd go, oh, yeah, that that's good. That's really good. But it, what about it is better than other stuff? I'm not looking for that's pretty close to so-and-so's hit or that's as good as other stuff I hear on the radio. I'm looking for something that is like earth shattering, ground shaking and just, you know, pushes the envelope I'm looking for the next big thing, not just another really good song. Um, and it was depressing, but they certainly uh, helped me understand how high the bar is. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that song. It's excellent. It's great lyric writing. I mean, it's, I, I know what a couple of my friends in Nashville say. It's like, yeah, pick up trucks, beer, Friday night, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break out the Daisy Dukes. There's nothing about it that's new and different. It's not saying in a different way. But you know what? For film and TV, it's 100% country. It's believable. It's authentic. And that would work really well in a, you know, in a honky-tonk bar scene, a country bar scene, anytime, I think. So uh, John Hemingway says, welcome to my world. Tom McGraw says, that would turn me on to country. Hey, Tom, are you Tim's brother? <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one, this is the one that, listen carefully to the lyrics. I mean, there are so many specific references in it, but the overall emotion of the song is expressed literally in half a line in the refrain, which is crushing on my hometown. And that could be used in a million, you know, like uh, what, the Hallmark Channel movies, um, Lifetime Channel movies. Um, anyway, listen to the song. I personally really like it. It's called Crush on My Hometown by Carol or Karen Fraden. Let's have a listen. I run the path on the canal every time I come back home. The auburn leaves from all the trees make the water seem to glow. We were just kids up on Cobbsdale the first time you kissed me. It was then and there that my love affair with our town became a thing. I remember the buzz of that homecoming crowd when I was together on that old playground. Under the bridge where everything went down, yeah, I have a crush on my
Isn't that an easy song to fall in love with? I mean, it literally got like two dozen specifics in it. But when was the last time you heard an entire song played in a show? It's extremely rare. It's, you know, sometimes maybe half a song, two thirds of a song, maybe on really rare occasions, a whole song will get played uh, during a montage at the end of a, an episode or something. The vast majority of times, you're only hearing little bits and pieces of songs. Uh, and, and that one's got enough great stuff that lets you avoid the specifics that it could be used, in my opinion. Um, I actually, the staff, the A&R staff and the screeners did all the work on putting this together. And then I get the final say-so before it goes out. And I, I couldn't take that off because it's just so um, usable in many ways. There are certain parts that are unusable, but a lot that I found was very usable. Um, okay, um, let's now, 418, wow, we are making good time. Um, I need you to help me come up with an idea for a replacement road rally panel. By the way, the schedule is now officially up as of like five minutes before the show aired. Taxi.com slash rally. Um, Action-packed week, six days of live broadcasting. Gonna be fun. All right, so this one is called Pass It Around. And let's see where my levels are at. This is by Jacob Melton. Let's have a listen. What the hell? Happened last night It's been the story of my life And if I know me I'm probably still not done And this one's for folks like me When last call ain't at three No, we don't stop until that morning sun So grab a cold one and sit on
it around by Jacob Melton another great song um, I would imagine most of these were done in Nashville demo studios you have to un understand if you're not familiar with the what goes on Nashville demo studios there are several of them maybe many of them uh, where the guys do this day in and day out and they've got great players to work with you could have somebody that's working you know like on a Tim McGraw record session in the morning and then you know uh, at 1 p.m is at the demo studio playing on this stuff so you get these amazing players that make records all day long um, with engineers that do this day in and day out usually at some of the demo studios many of them maybe um, they've got like a staff producer that you can pay to kind of run things for you you can watch um, Studio 515 is one that I'm familiar with. Um, and I, I've been to sessions there. While they've happened, people watch them online while they're taking place. Really, 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 really good. Um, anyway, I want to say hi to Steve Smith. I saw him in, in the room. Uh, he said hello from the chat room. He has been with Taxi since the very beginning. Um, I remember back when the company was like, 85, 90% me and 10 or 15% my wife. Uh, she would get home from taking her classes at grad school and come and do a little data entry for me or answer some phones. And uh, man, it was just, uh, I remember Steve from all the way back then. So uh, great seeing you in the chat room, Steve. Thanks for being with us all these years. Um, okay, next one up is called Crushing on You. And I can't remember if this is one of the ones that had, uh, you know, a lot of specifics and lyrics, but I remember liking it a lot. So let's have a listen to Crushing on You by John Pritchard.
Another great song. Um, all this stuff is really, really, really good. Um, somebody asked earlier, I think it was Ken Bearden, says, anybody ever get signed from these taxi compilations? The answer is yes. It's amazing how many members don't tell us when they get offers because of these compilations. But I can't remember which member it was. I think it might have been Keith LeBrant who made it to a compilation for Rock Stuff a few months ago. And he and I were on the phone about something else, and he said, by the way, I want to let you know, I think I could be wrong, but I think I'm right about this. I think he said that he had three offers come in from three different libraries from being on that compilation. Um, I, I would say virtually everybody on these compilations is at least offered something. Um, whether they take them or not, I don't know. Maybe you know they don't want to do a deal with an exclusive library, but that's, excuse me, Thank you, Rockstar. Uh, that's who reaches out to him. I don't know that you know deals are made on every single thing, but there are a, a lot of offers. Look, you know we've got relationships with all these companies. They know that we're not going to risk harming our reputation with them by sending out a compilation they shouldn't hear. And as you guys can hear, there nothing goes on our compilations unless it should be there. Because we're picky, damn it. We want them to go, holy crap, Taxi is the greatest thing in the world. I'm so glad I used them as my main resource. Um, okay. Here's one that, uh, this one's from Michael Nelson. It's called Just Add Alcohol. And it, I remember listening to it going, another great one, but it, it's, I would get, picked on. <laughs> now, I would get schooled by my friends in Nashville that would say, this is great. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But there are 10,000 songs like this, maybe not melodically, maybe not lyrically, maybe not vocally, but thematically. So they're always looking for something that's either thematically new, which is hard, especially when they want you to stay within the confines of country. It's, you know, talk about family, talk about your hometown, talk about good times with friends, talk about going to church and 12-gauge shotguns and your girlfriend and her Daisy Dukes down at the swimming hole, piling out of the back end of your Ford F-150, all that stuff. It's all endemic to country music, you know? And they all would always say to me, we don't want to hear more of that, but yet a year later, I'd hear plenty of it on the radio. So who the hell knows? Um, so yeah, here we go. Just Add Alcohol <laughs> by Michael Nelson. Sky, sugar sweet just like July. We're soaking up the mango sun. Gotta find the few that makes us run. We got juice and cups and dyes. We got a salty breeze and lines. Barefoot on a Bama beach. We're dancing to a little LB. Just add alcohol. We're gonna mix it in with the ocean wind. We're gonna stick with protocol. And in between the Shoot one down and lay it back slow and lazy like a southern draw. Just add alcohol. We got tailgate karaoke. We got chicken on the smoky. My baby's taking her sweet time. 
tightening up her new tan lines We might go a little off the deep end But that's just the way we weaken Sand sticking to our skin So until we gotta clock back in Just add alcohol We're gonna mix it in with the ocean wind We're gonna stick with protocol And in between the rounds We're gonna shoot one down Then lay it back slow and lazy like a southern draw Pretty good, hey? I mean, how can you not love that? Um, and I know friends of mine in Nashville would say, oh man, we've had got a thousand drinking songs. But you know what? People would love this. But that's the job of an A&R person, at least one of the jobs of an A&R person is to always be trying to find the next big thing. Not just more of the same, although they do find plenty of more of the same, but they always do want to find the next big thing. It's a good career move for them. It's great for the label. Their boss is going to take all the credit for it in the end, but they want the next big thing. Um, yep, Marion says it'd be great in a bar scene. Hell yeah, all these or many of these would be great in a bar scene. Um, speaking of bars, uh, let's listen to one more by the same gentleman, Michael Nelson. This one's called What She Got. We're blazing through these, aren't we? Might be a short show today. Okay, what she got? Michael Nelson, here we go. She got apple red lips. I want to put to the test. She got buttermilk skin. The kind of make you want to sleep a lot less Oh, she got the perfume on that I want on me A gold Caribbean tent from a white sand beach She got southern girl draw And man, that ain't all She got the DJ playing all her favorite songs She got a full moon smile shining all night long She got a city road Though she walks country Long necks in one hand She got me in shock 
Well, she said, I believe this is your friend. She got close enough to whisper in my ear. She got it on her mind to get me out of here like honeysuckle gotta be. Now she got me. She got the DJ playing all her favorite songs. She got a full moon smile shining all night long. She got a city road. Though she walks country slow. Blue body, blue eyes that are locked on me. She got everything every girl wants to be. Now ready or not, she's coming in hot with what she So here's the thing. I'm only guessing here, only guessing. But the guitar lick that's in there, that may not have been written by the writer. That could have been. The guys in Nashville are so good. Not to say that Session Cats in LA or New York aren't equally as good, but there's fairy dust in Nashville. These guys work together so much that they're almost telepathic in what they do. So that lick may have been something that the guitar player came up with. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe uh, Michael Nelson wrote that on his acoustic guitar and somebody picked up a Paul Reed Smith and played it. I don't know. Um, the drum part on that little breakdown of the bridge, the, you know, that was probably the drummer coming up with that. All those little things add up to be great production. Um, Really, 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 really strong. Michael Nelson, you, sir, are a great writer. Okay, next one is called Wasted. Oh, my goodness. Could it be another song about booze? Let's find out. Um, here we go. This is Wasted by Robert Abernathy. A weekend free, hoping you'll see me, but you won't pick up. Should I just give up? Wasted, like it's quiet night and with the moon so bright, sitting all alone. Girl, pick up the phone. I'm gonna find out. I need to know how to turn off what I. Let me know now, you don't need what I've been 
time I spend, baby, I repent from believing you love me. I close my eyes to time to see. Wasting like these sleepless nights when I just can't find thinking somehow you should be here lying next to me. I'm gonna find out, I need to know how to turn off what I've been Truck nowhere to go Like a sweet love song All gone wrong Wasted on you Wasting Like a time I spent Down on my knees Praying you'll come home But baby you're still gone I'm gonna find out I need to know how To turn off what I've been Another great one. Robert Abernathy, you are talented. Everybody on this is talented. And for those of you who submitted to this listing and didn't get on the compilation, this is how good you have to be. This is what we've got to pick from. And trust me, there were, I don't know, three, four, five that I took off of there um, that made it through the screeners, made it through the A&R staff. Not like, hey, Michael, we're willing to, you know, fall on a sword for this, but you should hear this, you know, um, and I have ultimate power. <laughs> I don't mean to, you know what I'm trying to say. It is, yeah, I, I got to be the final decider. And frankly, among the staff, I've probably got more hours based in Nashville, you know, in publishing meetings and label meetings and such. So I know I haven't been there in a long time, so I'm not current, but I know how high the bar is. But we weren't pitching this to Nashville. We're pitching this to film and TV. And there was other stuff that was really good, but compared to these, it sounded weak. So why would I want somebody to walk away after listening to the compilation going, well, yeah, most of those were pretty good. There were a couple that probably shouldn't have been there. I don't want them to have that impression of Taxi or our members. I want them to listen to this and go, holy crap, there's like six things on here. I need to reach out to these people and, and talk to them. I want to sign this. So there you go. Um, a couple more. Uh, oh, here's another one by uh, Robert Abernathy called You Can Always Come Home. See, the theme of home comes up a lot in country, and that's a theme that can be used, you know, Hallmark Channel Lifetime have probably, those two networks have probably done more movies about being home, coming home, leaving home, wanting to go home, all those things than any other networks. <coughs> all right, 
once again, Mr. Robert Abernathy, can you, you can always come home. I'm glad you called your brother, say hello Tell me what's going on Something's on your mind No, you can't fool me, your daddy always knows Yes, your new job working out Yes, I understand You don't need a hand just in case you need to know There's a place you can go To shelter from the storm Wherever it blows And if there's a world that's you down Your big plans don't work out you find open arms At the end of this road You can always come home on the stove We hung your graduation picture on this wall And the weather's getting warm But all that we both know All this small talk ain't the reason that you call If you fall chasing your dreams Or feel you've had you know where you're loved But just in case you need to know There's a place you can go To shelter from the storm Wherever it blows And if there's a well that's you down Your big plans don't work out You find open arms At the end of this road Let's see, Dash asked a question that I want to answer. And yes, Edmund, Dennis Sands uh, doing a thing at the rally. Um, Dennis and I have actually known each other since like 1979. 
and we hadn't spoken in forever. And I called him about two or three months ago. Dude, it was just like, you know, it was like it was a week ago. He's such a good guy. Um, I met him when I was studio manager and senior engineer at Triad Recording in Fort Lauderdale. There was an organization, which is still around, called SPARS, the Society of Professional Audio Recording Studios. And Dennis and his partner, a guy named Angel, owned a studio here in L.A. called Group 4 Recording. And we were among, along with the record plant, Criteria, um, Wally Hyder, um, I can't remember, but there were 11 studios that you had to be invited by one of the other studios to join. So they had to know that your level was like up here and he got invited to join. Um, now it's probably thousands of people, you know, because they realized they needed a bigger financial base. And again, that was like 40 years ago. Um, but Dennis and I met back then, you know, probably over beers at a bar during one of the AES conventions and hung out. Um, I was in L.A. one time working on some record and needed another control room for a few hours, and he let me use his. Um, and I went back there years later. I think Dennis and Angel were gone, but I went back there to do a disco record with a producer named Bert. Oh, no, it was a, a disco producer named Bert Dovo, who I had worked with in Miami doing disco records. The shame. Um, and Bert knew that I was living in L.A. and asked me to engineer a commercial for like AT&T or something for him, even though I, I was probably running taxi at the time. I said, what the hell? Anyway, Dennis Sands, great guy. His bio is unbelievable. The major motion pictures, I'm talking summer blockbusters, Christmas blockbusters, um, huge trailers and stuff. He, he, he and another guy, Alan Meyerson, who I worked with in New York, um, are the two leading guys in that field. They probably, between the two of them, do 80 or 90% of the work on the big blockbuster things. Anyway, um, so what I've put together for the Road Rally is I've got Mark Giovanni, who um, teaches great courses online. People kept telling me about it, telling me about it. So I called him one day and I, I checked out some of his courses. So he is doing a piece of his course on making great orchestral stuff uh, with software, uh, like how to arrange it and record it and, and layer it um, and pan it, all that stuff um, to make, you know, boxed orchestrals sound real. And then I think that Dennis is actually going to mix that piece that Mark worked on. I hope that's what I asked for. I hope that's what they um, deliver to me. Anyway, yeah, I've been very, very busy. Uh, and like I said, the Road Rally schedule is up online, taxi.com slash rally. Uh, it's so funny. Dennis is like, I love that man. He's just, he's funny. He's humble, slightly sarcastic, but in a good, likable way. Uh, it's just such a good guy. Um, anyway, I'm really, really glad that he and I reconnected. Um, and he now uh, lives up in Santa Barbara and does all of his work out of his studio up there remotely. Um, Gina, Simon, get back here. You can't leave. <laughs> anyway, nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Uh, glad you showed up. Hope you enjoyed the show. Okay, one more. Now, 
This one we've heard on a previous Taxi TV. Uh, it got forwarded for something. Uh, we all really loved it. Um, I want you to listen really carefully. This is some of the greatest lyric craft. This, in my opinion, is incredibly good lyric craft. Um, let's see, because there was the, the song is called Shade of Blue. It's by Ted Swornstedt. Um, and he's talking about, you know, blue as in like, I'm depressed blue. And so he's using, um, I can't think of the right word, not comparisons, but he, uh, cause there was the ocean in your eyes, ocean blue. Um, there was midnight on your lips, midnight blue. There was sweet indigo heat inside the flame that was your kiss. There was sapphire on your finger as in a ring, uh, and the promises I used to think were true. Yeah, but this is a brand new shade of blue. I mean, I get the chills just reading it out loud. So let's a metaphor. Thank you, Peter. Um, I was here again for like 15 hours over the weekend. My brain's a little fried. But I got the damn schedule done, although I'm making a change. And that's what we're going to talk about right afterwards. We're going to talk about, yeah. Well, let's just listen to the song and then we'll get to that. All right, this is Shade of Blue by Todd Swarmstead. Listen to the lyrics carefully. The sun shines through the window on your side of the bed Across that empty pillow where you used to lay your head There's not a cloud up in that sky but it's not the same one I used to see The pictures in the hallway at the bottom of the stairs With a handful of forget-me-nots and one tied in your head And it used to make me smile But now it looks so different to me
Still My Heart. I freaking love that song. Um, I want to play that one one more time because we've still got 35 minutes. You guys up for one more spin on that? Listen, listen to th this is some of the best lyric writing I think I've heard in a freaking long time. There's no Crayola crayon. There's no Home Depot chip. No Sherwin-Williams can is going to have a match for this. The kind of broken that I feel, it's cold as ice and cuts like steel, but there's no way finding that. But there's no there's no way finding that in any color wheel. I mean, it, it, it's that is state-of-the-art country lyric writing. Although my friends in Nashville probably go, well, that's pretty good, but um, this should be a hit record, I think. Uh, my friends in Nashville might beg to differ. Um, anyway, I, I hope that we can get it in a Hallmark movie or something because it's great. All right, let's go back to the top and listen one more time. I'm going to give you what? The sun shines through the window on your side of the bed. Across that empty pillow where you used to lay your head. There's not a cloud up in that sky. But it's not the same one I used to see The picture's in the hallway at the bottom of the stairs With a handful of forget-me-nots and one tied in your head And it used to make me smile But now it looks so different to me Listen up, right here. There's no Crayola crayon, there's no Home Depot chip. No Sherwin-Williams can is gonna have a match for this. The kind of broken that I feel, it's cold as ice and cuts like steel. No, there's no way you're finding that in any color
how can you not love that? Great, great job. Ted Swornstedt, wherever you are, my hat is off to you, brother. Um, yeah, uh, John Hemingway says, that song will get cut by someone. I sure hope so. I, my dear departed friend, who was like a brother to me, Ralph Murphy, always said, Michael, I would play him country stuff that I thought was just incredible at my house at night, you know, after a round of golf. And he'd go, it's good. But is it better than this and better than that? And it's like, oh, okay, those were number one hits. He goes, well, that's what they're looking for. Um, I think this is a number one hit. But who knows? Um, I can't imagine that many of the things we've heard today have not made their way around Nashville. When you cut something at a Nashville demo studio, the guys who play on it talk about it if it's amazing. The people at the studio talk about it. It's a small town in that regard. Word gets out quickly. Um, everybody kind of knows everybody. And it's very easy for somebody to pick up the phone and say, we just cut a demo an hour ago that you need to hear. That happens. Um, so, wow. Anyway, I love that song. I, I love that. There's no Crayola Crayon. There's no Home Depot chip. No Sherwin-Williams can is going to have a match for this. The kind of broken that I feel, it's cold as ice and cuts like steel. There's no way, there's no way finding that in any color wheel. It doesn't get any better. It does not get any better. Anyway, Liz came in um, and said that I missed one of Michael Nelson's songs. I thought I played it, but maybe I was playing it while I was setting up the studio today, so maybe I just heard it then and didn't play it, so I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, let's see. Uh, somebody asked, uh, Elliot asked, uh, how are you patching the music into your stream? I am using a Rodecaster made by the same people that make the famous Rode microphones. Um, I'd hold it up, but I don't want to pull any wires out. But basically, uh, it's a little mixer. It's got four regular inputs. It can be mic or line. It's got a USB input. It's got an input where you can plug in a cell phone. In this case, I've got uh, a Mac laptop coming into the cell phone um, channel. Uh, it's got a Bluetooth channel, so I could Bluetooth my phone to this or Bluetooth whatever. I can go turn on my car in the parking lot, play the radio, Bluetooth it into here. Um, let's see, what else does it have? And then it's got a bank of 10 sound effects, three banks of 10 sound effects. So I can do stuff like, um, <laughs> there you go. So that's what I do for fun. Um, Okay, let me see. Let's have a listen to what she got. Let me know if I played it to entertain myself earlier or if I played it on the show. This is What She Got by Michael Nelson. She got apple red lips. I want to put to the test. She got buttermilk skin. The kind that make you want to sleep a lot less Oh, she got the perfume on that I want on me Gold Caribbean tan from a white sand beach She got southern girl draw And man, that I ain't I all um, but yeah, she, she got the did. DJ playing all her favorite songs She got a full moon smile shining all night long She got a city road Oh, she walks country slow Blue by the blue eyes that are left on me She got everything 
long necks in one hand She got me in shock When she said I believe this is your brand She got close enough to whisper in my ear She got it on her mind to get me out of here Like honeysuckle gotta be Now she got me She got the DJ playing all her favorite songs She got a full moon smile shining on my thumb She got a city roll Though she walks country You know, I don't know if that guitar lick was brought into the studio by the writer or not, but that's the kind of thing in Nashville, like the solo on that. Um, the, the players are so good in Nashville that, okay, let's do a guitar solo now. All right, what are you thinking about? Well, I could hear it being kind of like the solo in Blah Blah Blah's record. All right, let me pick up a different axe. Okay, let's go, run it down one time, runs it down, run it down one more time. All right, let me take a, a print this one while well, we printed the last two. Um, and then, great, well, we like that. Just uh, punch in the end. Give me like the last three notes. And we're done. That's how fast it goes there. It's just a level of playing that unless you see it with your own eyes, hard to believe. Um, okay, so I have a problem with the road rally thing. And I want you guys, because I'm telling you, the majority of the panels this year were generated by the ideas that you guys gave me on Taxi TV months ago. I literally wrote them all down. Um, Liz typed them up for me. I got them organized. I came in here one Saturday and cut them up in, on pieces of paper and laid them out on my desk. Actually, it was laying them out on the floor, like different categories of things. And then, okay, in this category, I like that idea best. In that category, I like that idea best. Anyway, I'm feeling really, really good about the rally. I think we've got over 30 different live broadcasts that we're going to do. Um, okay, so Shirelli, Rob Shirelli, my best buddy, um, 100 Golden Platinum Records, four Grammy Awards, all that great stuff. And I said to him, why, you know, people are always asking, why can't Rob show us how he mixes? He goes, I do that. So he and I have been talking now for two months about him doing a live mix. Um, and I reached out to Keith LeBrant. Keith doesn't know the bad news yet. I got to call him tonight. Um, 
that I asked LeBrant because I need a song that will never end up being signed by a publisher. Basically, create a song for me, create a track, and I own it and won't do anything with it. I'm not going to profit from it. Last year, we had a problem. Uh, on day number two of the Road Rally, Robin Frederick played some songs that were published. She said, I use these all the time in my classes. I've got them on YouTube. I've never had a problem. Sure enough, several months after the Road Rally, um, one of the songs, I think a second one, got us blocked. So we had an eight-hour broadcast day of Road Rally because it's all one continuous broadcast. Um, and it got blocked. And it's not like, well, it's for educational purposes. You can reach out and say it's fair use. Who do you reach out to? Because if you reach out to YouTube, they'll say, nope, you got to go to the label or the publisher and make your fair use claim to them. Well, how many of those a day do you think they're getting from people? Do you think they actually take the time to listen to you? They do not. They've got bigger fish to fry than worrying about Michael Lasko's fair use for his road rally because my eight hours of video got blocked. So Bria had to download the eight hour video, then edit that stuff out and then re-upload, <clears throat> excuse me, re-upload um, the, the video back to YouTube. But we had like a month long period where day number two of the road rally was off the air because of that. So yeah, Ray Hill says it best, how cumbersome. Yep, that's a good word for it. Um, so uh, that's why I asked, um, I called uh, Keith LeBrant yesterday and said, dude, will you do this for me? He's the one who did. Yep, so Keith did that for me last year, um, and he makes nothing from it. I make nothing from it, but at least I know that none of our taxi TV stuff will ever get blocked because of that music. Um, so, Shirelli uh, emailed me about, I don't know, 15 minutes before I went on the show or texted me one or the other and said, can't do it. Uh, Rob and I have spent like probably three and a half hours trying to work this out. Um, always on Sunday nights at 11 o'clock, it seems. Last night was no exception. And we have tried everything. Here's the problem, is Rob is running an old version of Pro Tools on an old, I, uh, an old Macintosh tower with an old operating system on it. Um, Wow, webcamschat.com, Liz, block them, please get them out of there. Um, actually, hold on, let's see, the boys and girls video, let's see the video, then we can block them, kidding. Um, anyway, so because Rob runs that old software, and I said, why, Rob, <laughs> you can definitely afford, uh, afford an upgraded operating system, which is free, um, and an upgraded uh, Pro Tools. He goes, the system I have is so rock solid and never screws up that I'm not going to change it until I absolutely have to. Well, by virtue of the fact that that's what he's got, we can't run any of the stuff like... Um, Oh gosh, what is the video stuff like Canva or any of the screen stuff that can screenshot video, you know? Um, so I said, why don't we just take a webcam and put it over your shoulder looking at the screen? Then we realized we don't really need to show the Pro Tools session. There's not a lot 
going on waveform wise you know and a lot of times you watch these things and unless you've got the software set up where your um, pointer is like highlighted with a little halo or something usually these guys are moving their stuff around so quickly it's almost worthless for the people watching so I said to Rob, why don't we just have a camera on your face and you just play the mix top to bottom. It would probably be like a three, three and a half minute song. Play it top to bottom and say, okay, so check out the bass. Notice that the bass and kick aren't working that well together. So the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna compress the bass. That's better. Now they're kind of locking in, but there's still like this weird little place where they're not working together. It looks to be around 700 Hertz. So I'm going to dip that out of the bass, but I'm going to boost it on the kit. You know, just talk it out like that, like he's doing it. Um, so he was like, yeah, okay, we can do that. Well, today he met with his right arm, who's a, a young man named Charlie, who's exceedingly smart. Um, he also can edit video. He is incredible with audio stuff. He's a problem solver who's very, very smart with a great attitude. Charlie, if you're watching today, I love you, dude. You're awesome. I wish I had a couple of Charlies. Um, anyway, Rob just said, we can't do it without a 50-50 chance of it melting down. And I said, you know what? It's the last thing we want to be doing is staring at a dead screen with a bunch of people in the chat room going, yeah, they're having problems with blah, blah, blah. It's so mortifying on this end when we have tech problems and to go into something knowing that we only had about a 50-50 of it working. I even said to him, why don't you just videotape it and we can just play the video, which we're doing on some of the sessions, frankly, this year because it was just a more elegant solution to make sure that we get the information out there. So there's some where we may play, you know, like 40 minutes of video and then have a 20 minute Q&A at the end of it with the, the live person. Anyway, we are canning that idea. So you and I have 16 minutes to come up with what can I do that would make you guys happy from Rob Shirelli. Uh, I, I know he's really got a thing this year. He's been so frustrated um, by... He, he owns a publishing company, he owns a label. Um, he and the Highfields have been very, very successful in advertising music, I mean, really successful. They're definitely like in the upper tier of people getting stuff placed in big TV commercials. So um, he's reached out to taxi members that he's found through running listings uh, through us that he wanted to sign and, and he said, one of the things I ask is that you are constantly feeding me music. It's not like, oh, you're sending me a piece in June. That's great. And then you're sending me another one in September. No, he said, I, I need people that can crank out like one or two a week, 52 weeks a year. That's the level that we're operating at. And when he asked some of the taxi members that he reached out to, if, if they could do that, if they could produce that level of quality on a consistent basis, it's like, the answer he got back from several of them was, I just don't want to work that hard. <laughs> I don't want to work that hard. You've got a guy with 100 gold and platinum records, four Grammys, and a string of big TV commercials that's basically trying to sign you to a staff writer, staff producer gig, and you will probably make a six-figure income from it, you know, in a year or two. And you don't want to work that hard. So Shirelli called me once. It was on a Sunday night, of course, like 10 o'clock at night. And he was just freaking out. It's like, 
what the hell do we have to do to find people that are willing to work that hard? Um, so should we do an hour on that topic? Um, might be kind of a Debbie Downer, it's real world. Um, so I, I want, uh, thank you Rick Husband. Uh glad you enjoyed the show. I, I want you guys to give me some ideas in, in a sentence basically. Um, what, you know, ideas that you have for an hour with me and Rob. Artists are more flighty than pilots. Thank you, Cass. Great insight. Right, for part-timers, uh, Mojo says three tens start to finish per week. I think I said one or two. Uh, it, maybe I said two or three. I don't know. It, it's a pretty heavy schedule for part-timers. Right. He's looking for people that aren't doing it as a hobby. They're not part-timers. He's looking for people that are like, I see your track record. I know the level that you're working at. I'm willing to suck it up. And, and even if I have to quit my day job and hit the credit cards for a year, I believe in you if you believe in me. Let's go for it. That's what he's looking for. I'm not saying that everybody's got a job and they'd have to walk away from it, but wow. Yeah, and Robbie Hancock says, I want to work that hard. Uh, the thing is, he needs people that are at that level and willing to work that hard. He, he, the, it's not a training school, you know, and I'm not saying that your level sucks, Robbie, at all. I'm just saying that he needs. he will only reach out to people when he hears them from a taxi listing that's run for him and go, holy crap, this is at the level that we need. Not like, well, if I work with them, I could, he doesn't have the time to work with people. He doesn't have the time to train them. I mean, the guy is mixing for you know big time artists every day of his life, literally every day of the year, pretty much, except Christmas and Easter, I think. Um, anyway. Um, Scott, hey Scott, how are you, buddy? Um, no, you, I'm talking about six figures from commercials, um, TV commercials, you know, where they're licensing stuff for commercials for 10 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand, and, and getting these placements all the time. Um, and there's a particular sound that seems to kind of get used all the time. Um, yeah, in the commercials, um, you know, you don't always even get royalties on commercials. It's the creative free fee, creative fee up front. Um, Robbie says, honestly, the two of you talking about recording and gear, I've learned so much from those sessions. Maybe deconstruct one of his or your recordings. Well, that's what we are actually going to change the title to deconstructing a mix. He was going to mix the thing from LeBrant and then deconstruct it. But even doing that, he felt, was just too clunky. Rob is a perfectionist. He really is. Um, he drove me nuts about four years ago. We had him do a thing on stage called From uh, Demo to Done, where he and some other great players, including uh, Nate Highfield, um, took a real acoustic strummy song of my daughter's, which got a lot of people pissed off. Why did your daughter get well? It's because I had the same issue of I didn't want to favor one taxi member over another, 
and it was being done in the ballroom and we do record everything in the ballroom so there were copyright issues blah 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 people got on my case because we used my kids strummy song that rob happened to record on new year's eve at like midnight in his studio my kid was there she's coming down with the flu and he goes so hannah what you, you got anything new and she goes yeah i got this song it's called suicide because a friend of my daughter's had, had actually committed suicide um when she was 13, 14 years old or something. It's pretty tragic, very tragic. And it really affected Hannah. And she wrote a song called Suicide. It's actually a great song. So she started playing it for Hannah. And he said, hold on, I want to record this. So he recorded her doing one pass live with her sitting next to him in his little control room in his garage studio. And um, <laughs> we even had the click track on it. I mean, that's as far as it went. But that was a, a great thing for him to take that and make it into like a beefier pop rock track on stage and he did that um, but he drove me crazy he drove everybody involved with that crazy because he wanted it to be perfect and he had contingencies for everything that could possibly go wrong uh, including jokes to tell if something technical technologically went wrong like with a drum machine or a mixer or whatever he actually had jokes to tell to stall while they were trying to solve the problem uh, it's your company you should be able to do what you want <laughs> thanks peter <laughs> uh, yeah see the problem is we can't play highfield stuff we can't play music that is published anywhere because I don't want to take any chances on eight hours of a road rally getting blocked again because of two minutes of music. Um, I would dig having the two of you interview Andrew Jordan. I don't even think Rob knows who Andrew Jordan is. I do. I've got a quote from Andrew Jordan on the door of my office. Um, I'm going to go get this quote tell you what it is. It's worth knowing. I taped that. Whoops. Come back. Taped that to my office door about, I don't know, two years ago. Value criticism over validation. I want to look at this every day when I walk in and out of my door, a couple times, a couple dozen times a day, maybe at work. Um, and I think I put this on the fridge in the kitchen here at the office too. Value criticism over validation. I mean, look, we all love validation, but one thing I've noticed about successful taxi members Almost to the person they say, and I learned so much from the screeners. Do they piss me off sometimes? Yes. But have I learned a lot? Yes. Value criticism over validation. We all want to be told we're wonderful. Um, yeah, Edmund, multiple cameras, one showing Rob's screen, another one on his face with a stream of audio routed to ensure quality and mix from scratch, gain staging levels to a final mix. That's the kind of thing we wanted to do. But because he has a Mac Mini that um, 
he uses for Zoom and stuff like that. And that is not connected to the video or the audio output of the computer he actually works on. He and his right-hand guy, who's really, really smart, could not solve the problem in such a way that they felt there was like a 90% chance it would go well. And he said the amount of time we'd have to put into this and still not be certain that it would go well. I'm sorry, but you know, it's not like Rob's a dum-dum and Charlie's not a dum-dum. And if they couldn't solve the problem so that Rob felt comfortable, who knows? So I would love it if you guys could all take five, 10, 15 minutes after today's show uh, ends and jot down some ideas and go post them in the comments under today's episode so I can look at them tonight and tomorrow and see if we can come up uh, with something great to talk to. I, I love talking to Rob. I, you know, I, it's funny. Rob and I rarely call each other because when we do, we will spend an hour on the phone. And it's always like businessy stuff or audio stuff. And then it gets into the family stuff, what the kids are doing, where they're going to college, what their major is. I mean, we're literally like brothers or cousins or something. Um, and, and we don't talk much because we know that we, we, neither of us has like the time to do an hour-long conversation. <laughs> I have like three people on my phone that have been calling me all weekend long that are dear friends. Um, Adam Zelkind, my friend Nancy Slater, and somebody else I can't remember. I know each one of those people is a 45-minute to an hour-long phone call. But when I work 15 hours on a Saturday and a Sunday to get the road rally ready, if I spend an hour on the phone with them, that means I leave the office at 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday night instead of 10 o'clock at night. So sorry, Adam Z. Sorry, Nancy. You'll have to hear from me when the rally is over. Uh, so will you guys do that? Um, would you kindly go into the comments under today's episode and um, give me some ideas? Because the current schedule is up. There will be a couple little minor changes to it. Um, we've got a, a sponsor that can't figure out what the hell they're going to do or what they want to call it. Um, buy Rob a new Mac. Trust me, he can afford it. He just, he, it's not that he's cheap. He actually, you know, like most of us who own a business, whether it's a pizza shop or a taxi or whatever, you have to spend some money at the end of the year. If you're going to buy new gear, buy it at the end of the year so you're not paying taxes on that money. It's not a financial thing. Like he said, his system is rock solid and has been for years, and he doesn't want to screw with it because his workflow is so fast and so good using what he's got. I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's not just the Mac that he's got. It's the operating system on it, and... Um, uh, and the version of Pro Tools that he's got is fairly ancient. And I said, don't you run into problems like trying to use new plugins and stuff? And he goes, yeah. He said, but I've got everything I need in this system. And look, the guy's got four Grammys <laughs> and, you know, a ton of metal on his wall. Um, yes, Road Rally registration is absolutely open. If you log into your member page, um, your member profile page, uh, member homepage, whatever we call it, um, you'll see a link that lets you go sign up. How to make a demo? Now nah, that's, I don't think Rob does demos much anymore. Um, 
why doesn't he buy a separate laptop just for the show? They're cheap enough now. Because <laughs> he, he just doesn't want to go through the whole setup and have it not work. They really, really thought it through. He so badly wants to do it. Yeah, Demo to Done was great, you know. I mean, a lot of people can't hear how to build a track when they, you know, a lot of people write strummy acoustic guitar-based music, um, and, and they can't seem to get it out of that 4-4 four, four strummy world, you know, and turn it into something. How to improve sound quality on bad recordings. Um, again, that's kind of below his pay grade or what he could share with you. I mean, uh, you know, that's really somebody who knows how to clean up audio, not a multi-multi-multi-platinum engineer, mixer, producer guy. Um, yeah, he still wants to participate, but we're just going to come up with something that we can talk about. hear country songs that made it on our compilation um when what do you think we've been doing for the last 90 minutes blogword you're late to the party i fear <laughs> Riney, hey Riney, how are you buddy haven't seen you in a while i won't buy a new cell phone until my old existing one dies <laughs> i've had my galaxy note for three years yeah i've had my um s9 for i don't know how many years now four or five years something like that it works fine. Mic placement, you know, that's the kind of thing you can't really talk about it without showing it. I mean, it's always embarrassing when I'm like holding up like on the show, you know, pretend this is a kick drum and here's a Sennheiser 421 and you put it about here. I mean, yeah. We could talk about vocal mixing tips, but he could probably, you know, just give some um, generalities. Again, that's the kind of thing best demonstrated. Question, is it a violation of copyright to use a voice on a piano in your production? I don't know what you mean by a voice on your piano. You mean like the vocalist laying on top of the baby grand? <laughs> the Tommy Dowd School. I love that man. Oh yeah, we, we talked, Rob was willing to accept the fact that, you know, I mean, the audio would be coming from his studio, which is only like four or five houses away from mine. We've never actually done a count, but it's like 200 feet from my house. Um, and, uh, so the audio would be emanating from his studio, going out to the internet, connecting to software called vMix, which is the production software we use to broadcast the show. Uh, not this show, but the, the road rally when I actually bring in the technical director. Um, and then it goes back out 
blog where what do you mean like i say when i don't know what you mean dude anyway um The two of us dancing to anything you can do, I can do better. There you go. Rob and I once did a road trip to Tijuana. This was probably around 1989, 90, 91, somewhere around there. And we made a plan that for every minute we were on Mexican soil, we would do a shot of tequila. And I don't really drink much. Um, Rob's not a big drinker. I mean, he'll have like a couple of Mai Tais, uh, you know, but he's not like a, a huge drinker. So we got to Mexico and I would say about an hour to an hour and a half into the trip, we were so obnoxiously drunk. At some point, Federales pulled, I was climbing there to a statue of like, I don't know, some Mexican war hero, one of those town square statues with a guy and a horse rearing up with the general, you know, with his sword in the air. And I went over the little fence and climbed up the statue. I was trying to ride the horsey with the general and Rob was on the ground. He couldn't even stand up, he was so drunk. The federales were pulling me off. How we ended up not going to jail, I do not know. Um, anyway, that was probably the last time I drank. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. We're over time. Thank you for joining me for today's show. I hope you enjoyed listening to the country songs that made it onto the compilation. Congratulations to all the writers uh, of those songs. Really, really, really just incredibly good material. I will be back tomorrow, same time, same station, for a whoa, something freaking out of my lap. That was weird. Um, I'll be back here tomorrow. Uh, four o'clock for a quarantini happy hour. I look forward to seeing everybody then. Until then, my friends, be well and see you manana. That's right. Hit that like button if you like the show. Keith LeBrant, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, taxi.com slash road rally, or taxi.com rally. <laughs>